Hi and welcome to the LDS Study Session with me, your host Matthew Roberts. Uh, we are now on our 131st episode uh, and today we're going to be looking at uh, some of the comments and uh, news from the most recent General Conference, uh, which of course happened over the last two days. Um, well, I mean, we kind of went into this conference and I, I was a little dubious that there was going to be any big changes. I mean, I know that Last year uh, and the year before, we were used to big changes. Uh, in April 2018, we obviously had uh, President Nelson talking about the name of the church and how uh, we needed to be more, um, well, we needed to use the name of the church more appropriately. Uh, we also had um, the changes of the Elders Quorum and the changes of the... Um, so the high priests basically not, not, not existing anymore and that changing to elders quorum. And of course we had ministering uh, as a big change there as well from home teaching to ministering. Uh, then in October, uh, you know, we had those two big changes to contend with and then we had the whole change to the uh, two hour church. Uh, well, three hour church, two, two, two hour church. But of course, more importantly, the implementation of the Come Follow Me program uh, which to this day and actually we had a great talk by uh, the Sunday School General President in this general conference which I will be looking back over uh, but he talked about the impact of this come follow me which I think was you know a very good and timely reminder of it uh, of course you know those listening to this podcast will be aware that uh, we, we're using it every day uh, and we're sharing thoughts about it but even so, it was nice to hear kind of the reflections about uh, this this worldwide initiative, which has really taken storm. Then, of course, then it got to April 2019, and many people were discussing, well, what's going to happen now? What's going to happen now? And uh, we didn't get any changes uh, at all. Uh, and in fact, we had a whole conference dedicated to, in my mind, uh, kind of changes within ourselves. President Nelson talking about repentance and daily repentance and all of those things which was really important. So of course, when we were coming to this conference and there was, you know, the rumor mill started turning again in social media circles and all these things, uh, I was kind of a bit dubious and a bit dismissive of it and said, well, you know, it most likely will be that we won't get any big changes and we'll again have some inspired, heartfelt messages about the gospel. Uh, I'll be honest, you know, the only change I kind of predicted that might happen is potentially a change to missionary age for sisters, you know, that they can go 18 years old uh, and so on. More A more equalizing of the mission requirements for, for men and women. However, uh, as always, President Nelson com completely proved me wrong uh, and many others, I'm sure. And actually, before conference began uh, for the general membership, there was already changes announced. We already have discussed the... Uh, the changes to the witnesses uh, and the criteria for them. So I won't go into too much detail on that. But of course, when uh, the Saturday afternoon session was taking place and it was announced that President Nelson will be speaking in the middle of the session, followed by Elder Cook, uh, I was on the edge of my seat because I, I knew at that point, whoa, hang on, something's happening. Uh, and when he started to reiterate the changes to the witnesses, um, that at that point you kind of sit back and think, oh, okay, he's just, you know, informing the general membership about that. That's fine. But then he talks about changes to the youth organisation, how we've had the Come Follow Me, we've had the 
the changes to the children and youth program and now we have the changes to the organization of, of the leadership of the youth and it was like oh okay <laughs> here we are again uh, and yes indeed um, a few changes have indeed happened there so ward young men presidencies will now cease to continue uh, from january the first but as soon as stakes are ready uh, was was um, stakes and wards are ready was the invitation by uh, elder cook um, and obviously ward young women's uh, will continue however um, there will be a more focused uh, reporting to the bishop directly from the young young women's president rather than to a bishopric councillor making the youth more of a focus uh, for the bishop. Of course, the changes to the Elders Quorum President's responsibility, Presidency responsibilities, I should say, and the Relief Society Presidencies um, I should, uh, has made this happen and allowed this to happen so that the bishop can then focus more on the youth uh, as the Priest Quorum President. So that there's obviously that change. Stake uh, Young Women's Presidents and General Young Women's Presidents will remain but uh, the state humans president should be called on the should be someone on the high council uh, which is something which i have seen uh, often in many states anyway uh, but you know in some states that will will not be happening so obviously that is a change for them if necessary of course we still have young ward young young women presidencies in the ward and wards can still call young men advisors so this does change the paradigm, obviously. It means that bishops will be respect, expected to take the major lead uh, on the youth and their development. Uh, Bishop Bricks, I should say, because of course now, um, first and second councillors, whilst they might have been involved in the youth in previous years, they now have a specific responsibility in the sense that the first councillor is responsible for the teacher's quorum and the second councillor on the Bishop Brick responsible for the deacon's quorum. Uh, whilst these brethren may have more of a specific role they can still call advisors but of course the advisors are not presidents they are not leaders of that court of that group and will not attend ward council so i can i, I think that uh, this will have a bigger impact uh, than we think perhaps uh, because when we talk about the youth in a ward council it will be the bishop and you know assisted by the young women's presidents that will be uh, reporting and you know, making no, taking away those action points for those youth, uh, which will be enabled by the Elders Quorum and the Relief Society taking more responsibility, and rightly so. Uh, and so, you know, that's quite exciting. But then, of course, um, that, wasn't, that wasn't the only thing we heard. We then heard in the general women's session about the changes to the young women's theme, uh, which, was, which was quite a big change. Um, and so that was, that was interesting. But then uh, there, it was further announced that there would be changes to the, the names. And this, of, uh, this, of course, relates to some things that Elder Cook said as well. Uh, the name Mutual was to be discontinued. Now, I mean, the, the name Mutual hasn't been used in the UK, certainly in my area, for, for a long while. Uh, but, you know, that is officially now out, uh, as is the, names, the name Auxiliaries, which I thought was interesting, but also an interesting point toward a, a balancing of authority to, to men and women that these groups such as primary and young women and young men's are not auxiliaries but they are organizations and they are an important part within the structure not just appendages to it uh, and then of course there was the changes to the young women's names that beehive maya maid and laurel are now discontinued 
and rather it will reflect the groups or classes within that ward. Uh, so, for example, you might have yawn in 12 to, thir 12 to 13 yawnings uh, or 14 to 18 yawnings, depending on what size and what ages you have within those classes, uh, which, again, a big change. Uh, and, then we <laughs> and then we get, finally, to the Sunday afternoon session. We think, right, great. We've had a couple of sessions now where we've just been able to listen to wonderful messages. I mean, Al President Nelson's talk in the Sunday morning session about the LDS charities was an eye-opener, really interesting and a fascinating uh, talk. I mean, th there wasn't much taught, but just a load of things shared, and it was too much to write down for me. I I'll probably have to get look at the talk uh, later, or, or even just a, an article which breaks down all the things he shared about what the LDS charities have done since their inception. Uh, it was fantastic, really interesting. Uh, but then President Nelson ends on the Sunday afternoon, and you think, right, well, he's speaking last, he's probably just going to close up these remarks, that's great, starts talking about the temple, uh, you know, and that's pretty much, you know, a, a regular theme for, I think, President Nelson talking about the temple. Obviously, there was that well-known talk where he talked about the temple at the end of, and I can't remember if it was the April or October 2018 conference, but he basically invited us to make an appointment at the temple. And so, clearly, that's uh, an important message for us as a general membership, but he then announced revisions to the temple recommend questions. Now, I can't remember. I, I'm sure I heard something about them being changed already, but, ba but basically he, he shared that there was going to be revisions and then he plain read them out. <laughs> he basically gave the biggest temple recommend interview uh, there, there has ever been, which I thought was quite exciting. So <clears throat> those, those are going to be sent out. And then just to you know, in typical President Bristol M. Nelson way, he then leaves us with a bombshell that obviously we know that next year is going to be the bicentennial of the uh, first vision, that it's going to be 200 years since this happened. And he then shares that the next general conference, and I'm actually going to read uh, specifically what he said uh, in, in his own work, in, and it's actually been shared to his, uh, his Twitter uh, since then. It says, general conference, in quote, general, general Conference in April will commemorate the bicentennial of the First Vision. It will be different from any previous conference. Until then, I hope all will prepare for a unique conference that will commemorate the very foundations of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. Close quote. I mean, I could, I just made, I made a comment on my Twitter actually that I've barely been able to keep up with the last two years of conferences, never mind this brand new, unique uh you know, never before seen and, and will be memorable and unforgettable conference. I just can't take any more. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant. So those are just some of the news items that, that came from conference. And that's taken up a whole episode itself. Uh, I, you know, this is exciting. The work of the Lord is, is hastening and the, and the urgency is palpable from President Nelson. So um, good luck with all of the changes if it affects any of you. And in fact, well, all of it will because the witnesses themselves and themselves and the temple recommend questions themselves and the, and the conference announcement themselves will have an impact on you but of course if you work with the youth or you aren't or you know you have worked with youth or you work in a bishopric or you work in it in any of those classes then obviously those youth changes will be a big impact to you as well so and of course if you have children uh, that'll be a big impact to you so many of us will, will, will feel the effect of these changes, but it's exciting, and I, and I can't wait to see what happens with it. 
If there's anything that you've learned from conference, from the from the news, or anything else, then please share it at Matt, Matt S. Roberts 90 on Twitter, or uh, email me at ldsstudiesession at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for your time for listening, and until we meet again. <laughs>